0: Welcome to a very special episode of potty Do. Where Are You? Turn Today, back we are now!
1: <laughs> it sucks going forward. <laughs> Abandon all hope of Stop interior. listening to this and go watch Mystery Inc. Do not, <laughs> under any circumstances, watch this movie. Today
0: we are talking about Simon Cowell's second best animated feature. <laughs>
2: After yeah, Limer- being Shrek 2, right?
0: Yes, Shrek Two, a much much more relevant to his career, like when people knew who he was. I can't imagine a kid watching this would know who Simon Cowell was. That is really Um, you know what I
2: didn't even consider that. But what a fucking terrific point!
0: I am Winston, and I am a secret backdoor pilot for Captain
3: Caveman. I am joined by. The, I'm Tony. I'm a necktie uh, that you use so that you don't have to redraw the body. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, this is Clark. I am uh, dressed as a, uh, uh, a bird superhero uh, who uh, in reality doesn't know what that bird superhero represents or what he's doing, which is actually just a metaphor for the writers of this movie.
3: <laughs> w- would you say you're culturally relevant, as a birdman, Clark? I would say, as a birdman,
2: no, I am not culturally relevant whatsoever.
1: And I'm gonna be I'm Chris playing Mark Wahlberg playing Ryan Reynolds.
0: Yes. Did anyone else think <laughs> yeah. it was Ryan Reynolds the whole time?
1: Yeah. So much. All every That's voice crazy. actor was at their worst except Amanda Seyfried. My my long-time crush.
3: It's almost as if when you hire celebrities to do a voice actor's job, you get mediocre results.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that happened. But ever since In Time, have I been an Amanda Seyfried fan? Ooh, her and JT power couple. It's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but better.
0: I liked uh, Frank Welker as Scooby, and I I did like Ken Jong as Dino. Oh uh, yeah, he was the, kind of the end of, of J- compliments. But
1: but Ken Jong is kind of a voice actor already
0: oh what has he been in
1: he hold on, i'll look that up but I, I think actually uh will forte also has been in voice acting. but fucking terrible job will forte not your best work yes
0: I, I love mcgruber just bring in matt lillard just just watch mystery inc end of podcast so the movie begins on venice beach california uh, an unmanned puppy wanders into the street looking for food. And he wanders into a Greek... That's called foreshadowing! Restaurant called Alexander's Great Gyros.
1: Yeah, Ken Jong's and Bob's Burgers and Justice League starting out there. And BoJack Horseman.
0: Justice... He was in Justice League?
1: Yeah, I think he played a doctor somebody, so there you go.
0: Uh, so Scooby steals some gyro, and as he's being chased... Shaggy runs into him and decides to protect him by claiming he's- that's his own dog. Mm-hmm. Shaggy's incredibly lonely, and because they have to aim it towards kids,
3: he listens to NPR.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. God.
3: Uh, oh. Who is this movie marketing towards? Like, you would think it's supposed to be a kid's film, but all, like, the adult references suck so much ass <laughs> that no adult would be- int- Oh, my God.
1: It was, yeah, should we touch on that now? Like, throughout the movie- they're dropping, they'll drop some stuff where it's like, I'm on my Facebook account, which is Twitter, which by the way is, uh, you know, uh, I'm texting and I'm uh, swiping and tweeting like, and you're like, is that supposed to be to, to like get the wider audience? But then two seconds later, they're like, we're going to make a dick joke.
0: Okay, it's been a week since I've seen it. What was the dick joke?
1: It was his name. It was terrible, but, like, he, they were trying to, like. Oh, make dick, dick Dastardly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he kept saying, actually... I'm a dick, I'm a dick. And I was like, that's. Wow, weak sauce. I kind of like, like that. Had, I saved
0: like... it, and I will be putting it in right here. Well, 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 rip. Dick,
3: dick, dick! Yeah. It's like they had the, uh. The like construction blueprints for like a box office, like hit kids movie. They're like, all right, we we gotta add relatable characters that are like well known so they'll buy it. Uh, lots of like things that kids will relate to, and then like just enough adult humor for the adults to stay interested during the film. Great, but then they handle it like it's like you take like the lowest possible. Implementation of that, <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's almost like they had the blueprint and they're like, "Good enough. Let's just follow the thing." And then they put no effort into actually making it a good movie.
2: I will, I will go ahead and make an amendment to the beginning of this conversation in regards to voice actors. I did like uh, Dick Dastardly, uh, Jason Isaacs, Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, he was good. And uh, Chris, you know this one, Admiral Zhao. <laughs> <laughs> That's Admiral Zhao. Yeah, he played I'm Dick so Dastardly, I now. think I think he did a good job.
0: He did. It's probably because we don't have any emotional tie to Dick Dastardly.
3: Yes. (laughs) Uh, Dick Dastardly was culturally irrelevant when we were kids, and that was, like, (laughs) how long ago?
1: Uh, Okay, here's the thing, though. (laughs) All the other voice actors had to do, like, real parts of, like, characters we've known for years, and then that guy gets Dick Dastardly, he could have said that with a fucking falsetto voice, and we would have been like, okay, that's his (laughs) accent, whatever, he's great. (laughs)
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, and I Tony, not to disagree with you, but you said it was as if they had a blueprint. I want to see the blueprint that ends with Shaggy going to hell.
1: And then coming back inexplicably.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe they started doing coke during the movie. Or <laughs> I will say, I think it's got, like, redeeming qualities, but it's one of those movies that has it's a bad movie with enough redeeming qualities to make it not laughably bad, but just, like, okay. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, so boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are worse kids' movies out there. Yeah. It's got nice animation. Some of the redesigns of the characters were kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. well-handled. And then pretty much everything else was hit or miss. (laughs) (laughs) It was
1: all missed, by the way. Oh, okay. The
0: the big thing, if you haven't seen it, is this is not a Scooby-Doo movie. It is a backdoor pilot to a Hanna Barbera expanded universe like the <laughs> Marvel
3: universe. <laughs> hey hey moviegoers you got fatigue from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all the other cinematic universes you'll be consuming over the past twenty years? Uh-huh. You know what you would love? More. <laughs> but this <laughs> time the characters are culturally irrelevant.
2: This this it's it's about as relevant as Simon Cowell is in the current age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Like what, uh, so a, we're about 30 beach. seconds in so Winston it's like a movie for people who just like irrationally spend money to feel better oh, <laughs> oh yeah, God.
2: you know what uh, that would be me and I wouldn't say this was a movie for me so find a
1: different audience okay I, Winston you kind of touched on it but I have to agree that this is not a Scooby Doo movie they do so little that I should, if, if you change Scooby and Shaggy to any other like Two characters the plots still like the same they don't really besides the theme song which I actually liked oh that was kind of yeah. a cool touch everything else is not at like, unmask one villain basically hmm who ends up being just himself
4: mm-hmm
1: and then that's pretty much and then there's a there's monsters but no one's no one's in any mass really like everyone's actually from hell so, yeah there's very little the mystery got, No. The guy basically is like, I'm the evil guy. Uh, His last name is Dastardly. We're gonna unleash hell. Is that clear? Yep. Everyone on the same (laughs) page? Great. There's no mystery there. And, uh... Scooby's the key to it all. But, like, okay. Mystery Inc. What a great show. Two seasons overarching plot. Real nice ending. They have... Like, there's mysteries every episode, that's leading to a bigger mystery, and you're like, oh, like, who are these guys? The old mystery crew? Are they good? Are they bad? Whatever. This one was like, I'm the evil dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it.
3: Also, Very Mystery Inc. had a— common denominator.
1: Mystery Inc. had an episode where they went to a town called Crocodileville, and their biggest problem was that the crocodile wells dried up. That's fucking That's such gold, a good joke. <laughs> or crocodile, I guess you could say. They struck croc, <laughs> but this show is so fucking stupid. They oh oh every part Shaggy goes to hell, he comes back because the dog doesn't like him. I guess I don't know. I just like
3: the really like simplified like good guy bad guy thing. Really aids in like the this is a movie. <laughs> it's like yeah, there's nothing. Interesting going on with this film. (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay, so uh, Shaggy adopts Scooby because he's incredibly lonely and Scooby needs a friend. He gives him a collar, the uh, the signature SD collar, and Scooby promises he'll never take it off. Also in (sighs) Shaggy's room is... Shaggy's room is filled with memorabilia of Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt, Shaggy's favorite superheroes. And, uh... Their base, I don't know, it's like a Batman with a spaceship and then a dog
3: that's a robot.
2: It's just Space Ghost. Why didn't they just bring in, spa- why didn't we just get a Space Ghost so movie? If
3: they're doing, like, the, like, this cinematic universe, does that mean all of, like, the celebrity guests from the 70s, Scooby-Doo, <laughs> <laughs> are, like, canon in this universe? <laughs> the gritty reboot
0: of the Harlem Globetrotters? Like a, yeah,
3: like, a, 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 like a shitty, like, redesign of Cher for some reason.
0: Oh, I want to mention, Chris, you brought up the, they remake the original theme song, but with all the current day animation, scene for scene, except they now have, <laughs> in the, the middle best of it, ones. <laughs> except they now have Fred blowing a kiss, and you think it's to a person, but it's the mystery machine. Solid gag. But then I'm like, wait, what, that's not in there. What'd they take out? They take out the racist monsters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe they would have chosen <laughs> to do that. Good call. Good call. Yeah, one of the few they made in this movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, the straight up like voodoo doctor one, and the and the Native Japanese. American one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure, I think the the Japanese ones too. Mm-hmm. Wow, there's a lot of racist ones in that. Pretty that much all there.
3: of the racist ones are in like the intro theme, <laughs> theme song. Should we start?
0: <laughs> well, hey, Shaggy adopted Scooby, and I'm reading from
3: the very
0: thoroughly <laughs> written wiki. Ooh, <laughs> like my God, they don't let a joke go by. They don't let an observation go by. I love you, love you, Scooby Doo slash wiki.
1: Uh, don't we so not Halloween. love them? Aren't they like racists or <laughs> no? We you I guess do I not like. Part of that we do <laughs> not like them. Clark, listen to that episode. It's hilarious. You promised me you would scoop
3: chat win.
0: I did promise you
1: so much in such a funny way. Oh God!
0: (laughs) The Witch's ghost episode, by the way, for all you at home, re-listen to that. That's a great one.
1: Yeah, so it's like Clark, but uh, (laughs) uh, with more hair. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) That's
2: off the other one. Oh sweet lord.
0: Halloween night, Scooby and Shaggy are dressed as Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. They go trick-or-treating, but but as they get to a haunted house, two bullies dressed as Juggalos for some reason steal their bag of candy and throw it at the haunted house. <laughs> it's
3: related to relatable to a different age group. Just put it in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: whoop, whoop. They meet the
0: rest of the gang, who encourages them to go into the house. Daphne is o- dressed as Wonder Woman because they're both or- owned by Warner Brothers now. Uh, they walk into the house, and basically, a ghost chases them around.
2: Let, here, here's a here's a follow here's a follow up question to that: Is Ruth Bader Ginsburg also owned by <laughs> Warner Brothers? <laughs>
0: Yes, shockingly, yes. Each of the Supreme Court justices is is a different movie studio.
2: You'd think they'd wear stickers or something like a NASCAR.
0: (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) I think all politicians should show who owns them. Am I right? Hashtag (laughs) politics. Oh, God.
3: (laughs) They wouldn't be able to breathe with all the stickers on them. (laughs)
2: They're just a (laughs) sticker mummy. That's the next person that Scoob should unmask. (laughs)
0: <laughs> big sticker <laughs> fuck I always wanted to write a comic about it was a corrupt executive who owns a hot dog company and it's like
3: big oil but it's called big wiener <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you should put that in uh, gumshoe city
3: uh, that'd be a pretty good parody piece
0: Uh, So, they they are chased around by the ghost, they realize that the ghost is actually attached to a moving wire system, and the kids take it down, and they realize there's a secret room filled with stolen electronics, and the ghost was actually just trying to scare people away from his stash.
3: Seems like he could just lock the door, but here we are. Stay away from my combination television-DVD units. (laughs) That's the plot of Fast
1: and Furious, you leave them alone.
0: (laughs) Uh, Now the the gang decides to solve mysteries and cut to the present through a non-racist theme song now. They
1: are sitting at a diner, and they have a new investor. I don't know, it doesn't portray white people very well, to be honest. Oh god! <laughs> I gotta watch Will Forte fucking spaz out through the whole movie. It's great. He's on so much coke through that movie. Jeez. <laughs> so you, as a
0: white person,
1: you found that offensive? I did find that offensive. They portrayed Will Forte as a really bad Shaggy, and wow, was Fred as fucking serial killer as ever? <laughs> Look at you through those dead Fred eyes.
3: <laughs> Zac Efron.
1: Yeah, just like Zac Efron. Good choice. Oh God.
0: <laughs> Zac Efron, uh, after playing Ted Bundy, said, "Now who's someone eviler that has killed more people? Exactly. I, why
3: even? Why even cast like celebrities for these roles? Because the kids like, love it.
1: They would all know who. It's Mark an Walden animated is.
3: film." Like they don't know, they don't know or care who these freaking people are. <laughs> it's from the
1: adults, maybe. I don't know. It was terrible, terrible choice. So many bad choices.
2: Seriously, it's, uh, I, I just, it's so, so jarring. I, I just it's feel been like,
3: brought up a few times already, but it's at- like for the price of one of these celebrities, you could probably hire the entire original voice acting. <laughs> yeah, kids, yeah, or at least yeah. the ones that have been working recently. Tony, they're
0: all dead, <laughs>
3: except one. Live Forever, Frank Welker.
2: I I seriously do not understand, I th- with with voice acting, with bringing celebrity voices. So let's 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 like draw a comparison here. You get like a, a Miyazaki film, get celebrity voices for that. Yeah, I, I get it because you know that there's no uh, English voice actors for those dubs of those terrifically animated there's films, right? T- typically,
3: Terrible. no pre-existing like expectation of what the voice should be either yeah
2: like it, unless you've listened to the or unless you've seen the film in japanese before you don't really have like an idea of what that person would sound like in english and even then like a very scant idea so that makes sense right these are characters who have never been voiced before but if you get something like let's say they make a thundercats animated movie <laughs> and they br- if oh, they well. bring in the thundercats you yep. want the Thundercats what want? to voice the Thundercats? Hey, it's me, Lion-O! Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like this uh, the Simpsons movie. It's like if they replaced the voice actors for Homer and Bart with like uh, I don't know Tony Danza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck? That was such a good point until that, until you re- revealed you don't know any celebrities from <laughs> the past two decades.
2: Well, I'm sorry, the only other one I can think of is Nicolas Cage, and you know I'd be in.
0: <laughs> I so Tony, Danza.
2: <laughs> Tony Danza? Tony Danza? Oh, be closer, Tony Danza. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Uh, okay, so we're about four seconds into the movie now.
0: (laughs) Seriously? So there's- the gang are enjoying some malts at a diner, and they want to be more professional, and they have a celebrity investor, (laughs) Simon Cowell, playing himself, shows up for some fucking reason.
1: (laughs) All the kids- I didn't even know who that
0: was, to be honest. Now, here- here is something interesting. So, before this movie came out, there was apparently a focus group for it, and someone in the focus group went on 4chan and leaked the entire movie. And, like, I, I want to trust this because it was very accurate. Now, something interesting. It was not Simon Cowell. It was a non-celebrity whose last name was Epstein.
2: What? Ooh. <laughs> That's a bad yeah, move there, Cotton. So,
0: uh, so I I will I will say um, Scoob might have killed Epstein to keep their secrets.
2: I will say Simon Cowell is probably a better choice than uh, some random guy named
3: Epstein. Yeah, pretty good. How common of a last name can that possibly be for that to be a coincidence?
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh good lord! We're 20 oh, minutes God. into this podcast, it's still about hey, five minutes hey there. into this movie. I can't
0: wait to invest. My name is Jeremy Hitler.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what this mo- this movie's made for kids? You
3: say. What's your middle name? Uh, hey. A. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: let's Thinking. go back to Simon Cal for a moment. Wow. <laughs> uh, so there are there are a ton of people that you could theoretically put in a movie for children. That would make more sense than Simon Cowell. So many. Like uh, off the Nicki top of Minaj. my head. The top of my head, Tony Danza, <laughs>
0: Nicholas Cage. Uh Scott Bayo? Uh Urkel. Urkel. Urkel
2: would have been a better choice because that would have been way more thematic. How about the Harlem Globetrotters? Seriously.
0: Yeah, That would have been awesome.
2: It would have been like that. Would have been good goof. Like, oh yeah, they're the Harmony globe trotters, and they're all they're all goofy across the board. But when they start talking about investment, they get all serious and stone faced. Is like,
1: yes, Whoa, oh, oh. Claw, write this movie. I, so I would have better. if they would have let me. You know who?
0: Do, you know who ain't picking up your rebounds. Scooby and Shaggy. <laughs> because, yeah, that, see, and they speak in basketball lingo, but they're actual financial hard asses.
2: Yeah, and they're an actual team with an actual teamwork, and they would know
1: about... Oh my god! Yeah. it's Clark, that's so good! We're done. Writes itself. Movie over.
3: I wish the movie was over, but we're only five
1: minutes in. in. Oh, by the way, this is the last time that uh, the rest of the game, besides Scooby and Shaggy, become relevant. Like, yes, the whole movie is not about the like, it's not about the Mystery Crew. It's about Scooby and Shaggy, and also Mark Walburn for some reason. <laughs> yep. Who and everyone else just kind of takes a backseat role. Velma has a she's probably more dislikable than like. Probably, and I hate her all the time, I know Clark's got a thing, but she's not even able to crush anybody in this movie, you know? No, she's really not. she those weak-ass shoulders? Fucking shit.
3: You get the sense that they're, like, introducing characters because they're planning on making more movies? Yeah, probably what it was. But, like, to do that, they didn't give a shit about making this one a good one? They
2: needed to flesh out the Scooby gang for an extended universe to make goddamn sense in the first place. Still won't.
1: They won't.
3: (laughs) They'll come in a sequel that I hope doesn't come into fruition. Scrappy,
1: yeah, I want to see a Scrappy. Let's let's see a Scrappy movie. But I should mention too, they don't even get Fred. They can't even handle Fred right. He's supposed to be a psychopath. That's how the original (laughs) canon is written. How the fuck? It, it, I, like, oh, by the way, I had this actual thought. Cause I was kind of watching the movie, like, out of the corner of my eye, while I was playing Ghost of Tsushima, with great game, by the way. How um, are you doing that? Uh, phone and TV. That's how. Okay. Um, okay. so I see the bullies taking candy from Baby Shaggy, and I was like, oh, it's Fred, <laughs> and it that looked kind of like a Great it, intro. Like enough, I was like, yeah, this what an asshole. At least they got Fred right, and no. Fred shows up in a fucking suit of armor, you fucking pigs! Can't believe you would even <laughs> write that in there. That he's a fucking hero, and what does he do? You call them pigs? He tackles, he tackles the ghost right away, and I'm like, what kind of fucking jackassery is going on here? What, is it, what, in the, Tony, what in the Tony, what in the Tony Danza are you writing? <laughs> and, and then. Then fucking <laughs> uh, the guy from American Idol shows up and he's like, "Let me give you a job," and <laughs> the, they're like talking, they're like sucking his dick. They're like, "Yeah, oh yeah, oh, you're such a great guy, making people feel insulted, but also, uh, you're amazing. You're such a nice guy." And then he's like, "Fred, you're the muscle." I'm like, what is he ever the fucking muscle? <laughs> he yeah, tackled no, I that mean... ghost. Uh, Velma, you're the. You're the. I don't know, computer person? And Daphne. You're, Daphne's the people person? Have we fucking listened to Daphne talking and That of just those meant things? she's hot. <laughs> Daphne's like, uh, what
2: that sky color? Man, your Daphne gets better every episode.
3: What is fucking Daphne's role in the original <laughs> series? Like, I'm thinking now. Fred's like the charismatic leader, quote unquote. Charismatic. Shaggy's the like stoner character. Um, uh, d- d- like, like the dog connection. Velma's the brains, and then there's Daphne. Daphne's who's the damsel
2: like, in distress.
3: There. Yes,
2: that's. Yes. I, I had to
0: look it up on the wiki because I did a Scooby Doo drawing recently, and her description said she was vapid and danger prone.
2: Yeah. That's her thing. You can't... You can't uh... <laughs> Whoop. I like. So, yeah, a little we can't in. have
0: a team without her. Without yeah. her getting into trouble. Why didn't Simon Cowell kick doing. her off the team?
1: Yeah, I think uh, in the original show, I can't imagine a scenario where Daphne is more useful than Scooby and Shaggy.
0: At least they're cannon fodder, and you can't go to prison for a dog dying from a monster attack.
1: That's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 I I hated every part of it. Except for the fact that Amanda Soufree's beautiful voice was coming out of that.
0: So Simon Cowell doesn't like Scooby and Shaggy. He says they're not adding anything to the team. Scooby and Shaggy then leave in a huff and go bowling. Now, we have a D&D podcast, and this brings up a very important term that I came up with called don't split the party, because <laughs> the writers <laughs> obviously never heard this, because Scooby and Shaggy are split from the party for the rest of the movie.
2: Just a quick note to that is part of the reason why the rest of the mystery game does not get fleshed out. It's because yes. Scooby and Shaggy are separate with them. Granted, this movie is definitely more about them, but it's also not a good depiction of scooby-doo whatsoever continue
1: what's a scooby-doo all i saw was basically uh any other disney channel movie dog character Mm -hmm. and his stoner friend and i got real confused because at one point they talked to that girl at the hot dog stand and when she's talking shit to them and she's like it's your fault that they left you're terrible friends and then she (laughs) says it's, it, your friend sounded a lot like a middle-aged... He, he was a middle-aged man that talked like he was from the 60s. I
0: no, was like, it was a middle-aged man uh, trying to do an impression of what he thinks a teenager sounds like. And I like that joke.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I got it after a few rewatches, and I was like, how great would this be if they were all playing middle-aged people, though?
2: Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of uh, uh, Japanese uh, people... Uh, going back, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes or however long we've been doing this shit, uh, that character who was selling the hot dogs was named Takamoto, and that person is based off the designer of Scooby-Doo.
0: Yes, yes. great catch. They threw that all... Uh, basically, every building, every background character was named after someone involved in the original one, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. That's that that's one thing they got right. So Chris uh, Chris's favorite thing is Amanda Seyfried's voice and this is my favorite thing. And Fair enough. Clark just Clark just keeps writing in Tony Danza, so we're not <laughs> getting a straight answer.
2: Look, okay, I my scuba review is very
0: focused. <laughs> so the focus group says they're kind of confused on who this Epstein guy is, and one person just wrote more Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're going to see it here. The, the list is going to come out. The black book is going to be open. It's just going to be Tony Danza over and over and over again. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think um, I think my favorite part of this movie is Jason Isaacs as Dick Dastardly. I really no. like
0: And Clark was joking about that for legal reasons.
2: Yes, obviously Tony Danza is a saint. <laughs> So okay. you're gonna have to determine whether or not either one of what I just said is sarcastic. And you're all never right. going to be able to find out.
1: Tony, what was your works. favorite part? We've all got one.
3: I, I like the animation and I like the, um, the redesigns of the characters. I think it was a good-looking movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, i I'd yes. agree with
3: that. It's a movie that you shouldn't buy. You should just go to the Wikipedia, look at the stills and like read all like the like easter eggs if you own
2: a subscription to hbo max right now you'll be able to watch it for free and i would say if you've got like i don't know if you're like shopping for furniture or something it's a good thing to have in the background
0: Yeah, like, if you have kids, it's definitely not the worst movie to put on. Like, you won't be annoyed by songs. If you're not putting your whole
3: attention into the movie, it's an okay thing to just be on. Very true. (laughs) If you do not pay attention to this movie, it serves its purpose better than if you do.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, kids, stop bothering me and watch your favorite childhood character go to hell.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Dad, what's a Scooby Doo?
1: <laughs> well, kid, back in my day, Scooby Doo was a character that solved mysteries and stopped real estate agents from doing things. Well, then why is he keeping uh, t- up with a robot bird and flying around stopping robots? Uh, fuck, kid, I don't know. but Back in our day,
0: we didn't have TikTok and <laughs> flossing. All we had to jack it to was Velma.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Damn.
2: Daddy, is that Mr.
1: (laughs) Ruined our Sco, ruined our Scooby-Doo.
2: Daddy, is that Mr. Simon Cowell? I love him.
3: (laughs) Oh, he's the most relatable character so far.
0: Son, you're 35 years old. Move out of our house. (laughs) I'm starting to wonder who's the boss here. That was a Tony dance, a joke. Uh, So, they're at the bowling alleys. Scooby and Shaggy are bowling angrily, which is something you never want to do. Then one of the bowling pins turns out to be a robot. Next thing you know, they're attacked by a bunch of cute little robot scorpions. -scorpions.
2: Robo-scorpions! They run
0: outside, and they are abducted by a blue beam of light, like in a, a UFO. But instead, they wind up in the Falcon Fury,
3: the blue Falcon's plane. Remember when like Scooby Doo had like some level of su- like, remember this is supposed to be like a mystery, right? But, but not it's, really. Like, kind of just like, an, like an action adventure film.
1: Oh, easily. Uh, give me back Cyber Chase or whatever that one is. Seibert. The one where they fight the virus guy. Yes,
0: or, I think that is. I th- I thought you were talking about the PBS show. No,
1: not that one. I, I immediately regretted it where I said it. Or give me Zombie Island. I love Zombie Island. That one cracks me up.
0: That's probably the best one.
1: Yeah,
2: I would say. So I don't this, know which this is movie ghost does hilarious. like a really bad job of having any stakes in it, um, because it is it it has all the harm hallmarks of the the goofy Scooby-Doo hijinks of yesteryear. Like, all of the... Uh, all the actions are very slapstick, obviously, to make mention of the old Scooby-Doo show. Uh, but it doesn't have that same sort of, like... Uh, tension that was built up from Zombie Island to make you give a shit. Uh, you... The, yeah. These... The scenarios that they're in are not dangerous. Uh, they're funny... And so you don't really feel like anyone's ever in any actual danger.
1: Except for when Shaggy goes to hell and then immediately comes back. Yeah, that not even mad.
2: then. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to stay oh, in hell. No. With
1: five minutes left in the movie, including credits, I'm like, this dude's coming back in like 30 seconds.
0: Yeah. They should have. They should have killed him off, then brought him back in the sequel, a la Superman and Justice
1: League. <laughs> I would have loved that. Although, Bring can you back the, the Schneider th- cut of Scoob? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Think of the balls that would have to be.
1: They try to go edgy and kill off Shaggy, and like we'll be back in the sequel. There's no sequel. He's just dead, canonically. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, uh
0: so what are what are everyone's thoughts on the Falcon Fury Blue Falcons entrance and DD D. Sykes who's the pilot?
1: Well, my first thought is uh, he drops the word in a hashtag within about 50 seconds of being on screen. He's like I've got a hashtag this on my Instagram. I'm like what are we talking about now? Hey, here,
3: hey kids, don't worry that this guy you've never seen before and is completely irrelevant to your tastes. He's cool, check him out. <laughs> See how
1: cool he is? He's not your dad's Blue Falcon. Wink, nudge.
0: Yes, uh, he's like Batman, but we have the rights to him. I was entirely sure that
2: this was Ryan Reynolds we brought up earlier, and it's it's not. It's Mark. It's crazy.
1: Wahlberg. Can we have Ryan Reynolds instead?
2: I would like Mar. I would like Ryan Reynolds to come back as Mark Wahlberg's dad.
0: Oh, that would have been be amazing. Kind of yeah. <laughs> and fe- featuring the Harlem Globetrotters as the villain. I've it already writes written itself, itself, Hollywood. I've already oh, yeah. written it.
2: Ryan Reynolds can be disappointed in, in Mark Wahlberg and his uh, uh,
0: allegedly racist tirades. You're you're nothing but a cheap impression of me.
1: <laughs> so, Kim <Ken> Jong <laughs> does a pretty good job as the dog, just basically being like, Yo, you're terrible at your job. Your dad was way better. You're a failure, kid.
2: <laughs> and the Fonz shows up as the onboard AI, Henry Wel- <laughs> Winkler. Uh, awful waste of the Fonz, but I guess everyone needs a paycheck.
0: Hey. Except Tony Danza. He was nowhere to be seen in this.
2: He actually voiced uh, <laughs> Zach Efron in this film.
0: <laughs> Tony Danza voiced that sexy lady cop. <laughs>
1: Yeah, cops got a real bad rap in this one. We should... Yeah, you you gotta get rid of those guys. Like, within 30 seconds, a bike cop rolls up and tries to murder Scoopy. Yes. Hey, kid, is that your dog? Alright, well, he's going to the fucking pound and get killed, unless you claim him as your own.
2: Well, to be fair to the bike cop, he did steal some someone's entire, like, uh, day's worth of wages by taking an
0: entire euro. <laughs>
3: Oh, it is your dog. The theft is forgiven.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: He's, if a dog has a middle name, it's legally your property, which was another joke I liked.
1: I did like it. It was weird, but I was I was one of the few jokes I was for. But then again, you got to think back to Mystery Inc. Where the jokes they were making were so fuck. Wait.
0: They Or uh, Daphne finds a magazine under Fred's mattress, but it's Traps Illustrated. Oh my
1: god, that show is great. Go watch that. That is the Scooby-Doo we need. This is not. Scoob is not. Throw it away. All right, we're talking about Blue Falcon. He's the worst. Go on.
2: I remember probably even less than you, but here we go.
0: All right, so... so I, can, I can just keep reading off the wiki as I have been. So...
2: So Scoob meets Blue Falcon, uh, who's a major poser. Um, like we said, he is a probably 40-something, definitely his actor is a (laughs) 40-50-something-year-old man who speaks in hashtags, uh, and, uh, he, uh, he, he takes Scoob in and they realize that Dick Dastardly was after Scooby for some reason, uh, and we're trying to find out what... Um, and it turns out that Dick dastley wants Scooby
0: for, uh, his skull,
2: I think, was intuited?
0: Uh, no. There's, he wants two separate things. He wants Scooby alive, but he's also collecting three giant cerebrus dog skulls. Yes. Cerberus, not cerebrus.
2: Cerebro. <laughs> Cerebro. What is Professor X making? <laughs> God damn it.
0: It's played by Tony Danza.
2: <laughs> Tony Danza couldn't do the bald look? Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> so Dastardly already has one of these giant skulls, and he's trying to collect the other two. Blue Falcon and Dee Dee and Dynomite are all trying to stop them.
1: I have a question. Yeah. Okay, so Dick <laughs> Dastardly's plan, right, is to raise Cerberus...
0: Uh, no, well, sort of. not really. That's a side effect of it.
1: Well, okay, but he knew that was coming, right? I'm, I am I kind of zoned out. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure. I think he, he says, like, oh, like, it's guarded by Cerberus. <laughs> like, the treasure is guarded by Cerberus or some shit, right?
0: Uh, yeah, that sounds right.
1: Okay. Immediately upon, he, he like, later in the movie... He's like, alright, Scooby, you're the fucking last key to this big-ass door. the door's like a skyscraper height. And he's like, oh yeah, once you do this, Cerberus will be there, and then we'll go get the treasure. And like, Scooby opens the door, fucking the god-dog Cerberus steps out, which is fucking mountainous. And dick <laughs> Das is like, oh shit, uh, you, fuck, I didn't plan for this. Uh, bye. <laughs> I'm like... This whole movie has been about this dude trying to find this fucking dog, and the and like he finds it, and he's like, "Ah, shit! I didn't actually fucking plan on this working. Damn it!" <laughs> like this is the worst fucking villain they've ever had on Scooby Doo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I I mean, if he was just a real estate agent that was just coincidentally Dick Dastardly, that'd be way better plot than whatever this convoluted. Bullshit was.
3: The thing is, I'm trying to like even tell if this was like to Dick Dastardly's classic character or not, but he's so fucking irrelevant that I, I, I don't know what was Dick Dastardly's character. Evil. He's just a villain. Yeah, he's just evil. Like, is he I, known
0: I mean- for
1: like occult shit?
3: Like. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time Dick Dastardly's been to hell?
1: Yeah, can we get some more racist colonels back? I really felt more comfortable in to do with the Confederacy, more in play.
0: Oh, uh, we do need to show the Confederates as villains again.
1: At, at least they- <laughs> well, okay, Zombie Island was a pretty big misstep on the old Confederate villain strategy, and that one, they're borderline <laughs> heroes.
2: Um, I would say innocent victims of circumstance in that case.
1: The zombies are the good guys! and one of them's a confederate general
2: (laughs) god damn it I was thinking you were talking about the zombies right?
1: they are yeah the the zombies are like they're like the zombies are the good guys and then like a fucking viking shows up and he's like murdered an entire village and then the confederacy shows
2: up to be fair oh my god they did rise again I'm not defending the confederacy in any way uh, so don't take this out of context. Can't oh, I'm going to cut zombie, that. <laughs> in Zombie Island, I feel like they were kind of just the v- victims of circumstance. They were just in the wrong
1: place. We were uh, just here enslaving people, and we yeah. just happened to get Catgon kidnapped.
2: Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> we were are, innocent the whole time. Confederates are, you know, do support the rights of th- s- slavers, so that's bad but I also don't <laughs> condone them all being murdered by cat
0: gods
1: and turned into zombies. <laughs> all, so Clark, all we need to hear
0: is, is I don't condone them being slavers, but and I'll put that in the end credits um, <laughs> that Christ.
3: will ruin your political <laughs> aspirations. <laughs> the pre-roll.
1: Uh, <laughs> Tyler, please <laughs> cut Fuck. that. Can you just cut the part where uh, Clark says "I abandon Jones"? Just cut the knot. Just be like, uh. I-
3: yeah, only cut the part where he says "butt."
1: Clark. <laughs> Clark says, "I support the being
3: slavers." Cut the rest after the
1: butt. I
2: swear to God, if you do anything to my name, I will tarnish yours until it cannot be seen. Feel
1: I like free Conf- to
2: edit yourself.
1: <laughs> i was gonna say I like Confederates, but. All right. Okay. No, we're saving that
2: Chris soundbite now. Fuck you, Chris. Oh. We
0: we we got
2: <laughs> like down how much together. left
1: of this freaking movie? Too much to go. Well, this is the part where I jumped off. So someone else take over.
0: <laughs> uh, right. So the the rest of the gang shows up at the bowling alley. Now they feel really guilty that Scooby and Shaggy left uh, when they're investigating the robot attack. The the employee hands them a cardboard box with the remains of one of the robots. They find a single hair on the robot, and they manage to track it, using Velma's technology, to dick dastardly. They find out that along with stealing the first of Cerebrus's Cerebus skulls, he's also been stealing the genealogical records of many dogs. They decide to go after him and help Shaggy and Scooby, and as they drive away, the robot in the backseat regains consciousness.
4: Ooh...
0: Inside of his ship, Dastardly is lamenting the fact that Scooby got away. Uh, and he get, becomes upset as at his robots because they are not nearly as good as his last sidekick, Muttley the dog. The dog who laughs. Dastardly punishes one of the robots, calling him a suck-up, and replaces his head with a vacuum.
2: <laughs> uh, who's this for?
0: <laughs> is this human humor? Uh, on board the Falcon Fury, they're the good guys are searching for the second skull by locating areas with high fossil density. Blue Falcon, on the other hand, is trying to find the skull by asking social media followers if they know where it is. Uh, they... DD and Dino Mutt, because they're competent, managed to figure it out. It's in the Gobi Desert. However, Blue Falcon it listens to a DM and goes to an abandon- abandoned amusement park, and because he's the leader, I guess everyone has to obey him.
1: Yeah, that was... A- <laughs> the one girl is like the voice of reason throughout and she's like no that's a bad idea don't do that and then he's like you're coming with me to do the wrong thing and she's like okay fine i guess i will i'm just your servant i guess Mm. i I didn't like that at all like i was like she seems to have basically all of his powers except better and she's like, oh, fine, I guess I'll just go with you to the wrong place. He's the boss.
2: She reminded me a lot of the, um, the sister of Black Panther. What? Like, the one that's really oh. good with technology and I is mean, competent. except
1: that time. Black Panther was competent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, yeah. And so she I didn't have so. to, like, like, go rogue and... just well, something wrong. She didn't have to be like, Black Panther wasn't like... I've got it. We'll go to San Francisco. But the war is yeah, yeah, in New no, York City. Right. It's like well, it's, we're going it's like to a... San Francisco. I said so. And then she's like, oh, fine, Black Panther. You're in charge here. I'm just a woman. I'll go with whatever you say.
2: <laughs> oh, God. It's like if Black Panther was replaced by Justin Hammer.
1: <laughs> it's like Black Panther was Tony Danza. <laughs> Bring it back isn't that kind of defeat the purpose of like what just, uh how can you be tony danza i'm tony danza i'm from wakanda <laughs> that would that would be wild
0: okay
2: winston uh i have a request if you are gonna edit this instead
0: of uh <laughs> instead of the racist thing can you please cut out that bit of chris
2: saying tony danza was from wakanda
0: well I'm going to combine when he earlier said, I don't agree with the Confederacy, but Tony Danza's from Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
2: he doesn't say that. He claims he is Tony Danza
0: from Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a very special episode, Chris has a stroke on the air.
1: It's still, oh, still a better mystery than what happened in this movie. Oh to- is it Chris or or is it Tony Danza?
2: Winston, we have, we're have we going to be talking about the ending for the, of this movie for 13 minutes, so just knock out the rest of the All plan right. for us. All right, I'll speed
0: read. Meanwhile, back in the Mystery Machine, the smart gang realizes that Scooby-Doo is a descendant of Alexander the Great's dog. Cut back to the amusement park Funland. Oh, I just realized that's the robot episode. Uh, they walk inside, and of course, it's a trap set by Dastard Lee. Blue Falcon is actually a coward, and he hides. Also, Dastardly reveals that he got the second skull because they ne- they didn't actually go where it was supposed to be. Dinomutt offers to help fight fight Dastardly, but everyone else runs away. The robots keep trying to chase Scooby and Shaggy. Uh, Dastardly eventually breaks in the arcade, and Dastardly reveals that Shaggy isn't important at all. He only wants Scooby. Dastardly shoots Scooby out of the arcade, falls into a ferris wheel where Blue Falcon is hiding. Scooby escapes the arcade and ventures into a hall of mirrors, where Dastardly is waiting. Dastardly tells Scooby that if they join forces, he can make him the, quote, most important dog in the world. He's the key to something very important. Uh, he, Scooby manages to escape, and Shaggy reminds Blue Falcon that he has a grenade on his utility belt... It blows up the ferris wheel, crazy thing occurs, and they all, all the good guys manage to escape. No harm done. Uh, but then he's alerted by the robot in the back of the mystery machine that Fred, Daphne, and Velma exist. <laughs> Sorry, I've got, like, like, when I'm reading this wiki, if I read it all, I would sound insane. It's so particular. Like, like, it lists every little Easter egg, every trivia, every joke. On top of being a racist, they're very thorough. <laughs> God damn it. Allegedly.
1: I want to hear what uh, Atomic White has to say about all this.
0: <laughs> they probably wrote it. I'll look it up after.
1: I can imagine he's just screaming about, like, minor characters because they, like, helped up, you know... It was a black guy helping a white girl. It just didn't make sense.
0: <laughs> Witches ghost episode, everyone.
1: Yeah, go watch that one. Atomic Light's insane.
0: Blue Falcon is excited to hear that Dastardly finds Scooby important. He decides Scooby should join the team and gives him a super suit. But in the process, Scooby takes off his t- collar and breaks his vow. No, Shaggy is shaggy is heartbroken back in the mystery machine <laughs> fred daphne and velma reminisce about the good times they had with the gang and then they see on social media that scooby and shaggy are with blue falcon suddenly a hot cop pulls them over uh fred is instantly in love but the cop pulls off her mask to reveal it's dick dastardly the robots capture the mystery ink gang and throw him in a cell now, I don't know why Dick needed to be a hot cop. Couldn't he have just sent the robots?
2: Couldn't he have just put on, like, a a, a regular cop face? Okay.
1: Have anyone seen Killing Gunther yet? So throughout the entire movie, you don't... So you already know uh, Arnold is Gunther because of the fucking trailers and the pictures on the cover of Netflix. You already know. So, like, probably three-quarters the way through the movie, you finally, like, see him for the first time on screen. And he reveals that he's been in disguise in many different disguises throughout the movie, all of which are way smaller bodies than his real body. (laughs) One of them, the main character, he's like an assassin who's trying to become the best. He's at a bar, seduces a bartender woman, and they have sex. And Arnold shows himself on camera on his camera phone <laughs> after having sex with the main character taking off the mask of the woman being and then turning into arlo goes ha 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 he was a terrible kisser <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh god i love that i
1: the, the whole the, uh, oh the movie's great I highly like it's it's a good one-time watch just for the Fucking insanity of it. But that's when I pictured Dick Dasterly, like the unseen part that they had to cut on the cutting room floor, was Fred making out with the cop, takes off his mask, and goes, Ha ha ha! You're a terrible kiss on Fred Jones? It's me, Dick Dasterly! But why? I did Don't ask questions. Now
0: you're in love with me! <laughs> Uh, so the gang is now trapped in the cell. Daphne persuades the old suck-up vacuum to let them out of the cage because because she's the empathetic one. Uh, D- Dick Dastardly uses the two skulls of Cerberus to reveal the third is hidden in a place called Messick Mountain, named after Don Messick. My boy! Velma hacks into a computer telling Mutt that, where the third skull is, and they manage to, and then they find a shrine to Muttley, the laughing dog that has mysteriously disappeared. Dastardly breaks in and reveals what the whole plot is. I actually really like this. Muttley, who is Dastardly's sidekick, is stuck in the underworld. (laughs) Uh, so... I guess there's a Greek, specifically Greek underworld full of gold and treasure, but guarded by Cerberus. Dick Dastardly created a portal uh, to enter it as a back door. He shoved Muttley in, but Mutt, it was a one-way trip, and the portal closed behind him, trapping his best friend in hell.
2: So, so this point, like, it was, it was sort of like, uh, implied a few times. And I was like, oh shit, did Muttley just fucking die? Uh, <laughs> I have I have just a vague idea of wacky Races lore, so don't ask me any questions <laughs> about it, seriously. Cut that like, up.
1: I have a great knowledge of wacky racist lore. This is me, Clark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, well, thanks, Chris. I appreciate
1: that. <laughs> we'll cut our uh, last My phone number
2: is 555 five, five, I mean, him, I'm so. Chris
1: Bobby, and that's Clark Bobby.
2: Muttley's just gone, right? And you're like, "Wow, did Muttley die?" No, that would be too serious for this absolute goof show. <laughs> he just got they were they got a portal to hell somehow to steal hell's treasure and Muttley just ended up on the other side. Granted, <laughs> maybe not maybe Muttley dying in a car wreck during the wacky races might be a bit too uh adult. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who's to Instead, say? Instead, Mutley just wishes he was dead.
2: Exactly. He's probably dead down there. He hasn't eaten in, uh, uh for how long?
3: Good thing time runs so slowly in hell. It was probably like 3,000 years of torment.
0: Oh, no! <laughs> I was just going to say dogs eat their own poop, so, you know, he just recycled it for years.
2: Oh, God. Oh,
0: I don't like that. Dick Dastardly throws the girls in a cell but says he has plans for Fred. Mm. Oh, Chris's plan or plot suddenly makes sense. (laughs)
1: Fred Jones, you're a terrible kisser.
0: (laughs) The Falcon Fury arrives at Messick Mountain. Hold on,
1: pause. Daphne walks into Fred's cell. She's like, Fred, this may be our last night together. We're both gonna die. They, They seal their love and Daphne walks out, takes off her mask and goes, (laughs) Ha ha ha. Fred Jones, you're a terrible kisser. It's me, <laughs> t- dastardly. Hmm? <laughs> mis- yeah, Fred walks up to the mystery machine, giving you one final kiss goodbye. The mystery machine takes off its mask. Ha ha ha, Fred, it's me. Dastardly. I'm your car. I
2: was originally thinking that was kind of out of character for Arnold, but then again, Uh, He was pregnant in one of his movies, so uh,
0: I am wrong. (laughs) Oh yeah, forgot about that. Hey, when we get in our Junior 2, you're okay with making eight Terminators? (laughs) (laughs) So, the the Falcon Fury arrives at Messick Mountain, which is all dinosaur-y. They're attacked by purple pterodactyls from Johnny Quest. Uh, they they gotta shove in all the references. And then they run into Captain Caveman who is voiced by <laughs> Tracy Morgan, who is not giving a shit.
2: Yeah. yeah who knows? <laughs> uh I believe this was recorded by an iPhone five that Tracy Morgan had <laughs> up to his head while he was calling in the producers.
1: What has he been in since Dirty Rock? <laughs> this I mean, movie. Alright, well I know, besides this one. <laughs> He's like, man, I really need some more money for hookers and blow. I'm gonna voice one line on Scooby-Doo. <laughs> well,
0: you know, he's trying to get that, trying to get that uh sp- sweet, sweet spinoff. Uh, and uh, and but in this, like, Captain Caveman has a very distinctive yell and a very distinctive voice, and this is just Tracy being Tracy. It's terrible. I, I, I don't think anyone is alive to be mad about Captain Caveman's portrayal, so I'll no. be mad on their behalf.
3: Has anybody ever seen an episode of Captain Caveman? Megatron. No. I just, like, who gives a shit about these characters? <laughs> That's <today>? very true. <laughs> like, who was this made for? The 50-plus crowd. <laughs> the
0: only Hanabar barbera characters people like are Scooby-Doo, maybe the Flintstones, uh, <laughs> the Jetsons. Yeah, maybe the Jetsons.
2: I, I, think, I think
1: only Jetsons Kanye. Gonna like fell so. off the wagon so Yeah, this.
2: I'd say I'd say of these of the characters Hanna-Barbera has made, uh, you have Scooby-Doo on number one. You have the Flintstones on number two because you still see them on cereal. Yeah, that's crazy. On on number three, I'd say the Jetsons are a far third place.
1: Maybe Johnny Quest. Johnny, yeah, I was Uh, about to say Yogi Bear. Yeah, you're right. Yogi Bears up there. Johnny Quest,
0: and then, uh, and then anyone who was on Adult Swim, ironically, like like Birdman and Space Ghost. (laughs) Space
2: Ghost. Oh yeah.
0: So I just went on to the Flintstone subreddit. There are 134 readers, or subscribers. Wow.
1: Fuck Can you go man. on the Flintstones website?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about to enter, a, uh, uh, Betty chat. <laughs> no, uh, so I did find a great post from a month ago. It's in broken punctuation. Why this community is not grown. And then the comment. This show was damn great. Still Reddit community is small. Why guys? No punctuation. <laughs>
2: One of my favorite recent memes is uh, the two guys at a car dealer, and, and one's the dealer, one's the guy, and he's looking at a car, and he's like, cargo space? And then the dealer's like, car do go there, cargo road. <laughs>
4: <It's
0: a justice> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> oh kind have to be there. I like to Flintstone. Now, you, <laughs> you like see how
2: stone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see how bad this movie was? Now we're just listening to Clark talk about memes.
1: I do like some memes. I do think it's worth mentioning at one time there was a Jetsons Flintstones crossover where during the time of the Flintstones they come across the Jetsons place which is in the same planet but the Jetsons live like miles above them on like cities on, like, sticks, basically, so that they don't have to be, like, near the fucking cavemen that live below them. Don't you think that's Sounds like,
0: like our society, am I right? Well, Hashtag politics. That's what I'm getting Living at, is, like...
1: It, can I see the movie about when that was built, when, like, the space people were, like, fuck these inbred assholes on the ground. We're getting away <laughs> from them, not in my town. Get them out of here!
0: My god, that would be an amazing gritty reboot. Like, like... It would be a way for kids to imagine a class struggle. Wow.
1: Oh, yeah. It's great.
0: Um. Man, we are writing so much better movies than Scoob. Oh, I know. So, to, to get the third skull, Captain Caveman says uh, you have to defeat him in combat. So, he introduces them to a giant arena. I don't remember the context of this, but my notes say Captain Caveman equals bad voice and Captain Caveman fucked a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) So he starts, Captain Caveman starts to battle with Scooby and Blue Falcon overpowering them immensely, even destroying Scooby's super suit. The two competent members show up and Dinomut knocks Captain Caveman into a wall beating him. Then Fred shows up at the Falcon Flyer, where Shaggy was left. Fred and Shaggy show up or drive over to the arena. Fred reveals he isn't Fred at all. He's actually dastardly in disguise and Fred oh is my a God. terrible kisser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible kisser oh, myself as Fred Jones. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll add that to the wiki. Uh, the villain's spaceship appears overhead. The th- Three actual Mystery Inc. members are thrown overboard, but they're caught, so there's no drama. Dastardly kidnaps Scoob and escapes with the third skull. Goodbye, Captain Caveman. We can stop talking about how much I hated him. <laughs> they rebuild the Mystery Machine with rocket parts from the Falcon Flyer and fly to the big finale in Greece. Yep. Yep.
1: Uh,
2: All right, during cool. This, during this point... Uh... Uh, dick Dastardly tries to like make friends with Scooby Doo, I guess, and uh, Scooby Doo hilariously mispronounces his name and calls him Rick. Everyone's laughing.
0: Yes, and that that was the the Dick scene, which I will also put in here. Well, 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 Dick, Dick, Dick. <laughs> right. uh, also, oh, dick. so. Uh, if anyone has listened to our Neil Adams series, Chris, you know it takes place within the Hollow Earth, and Chris oh, only shoot. refers to it as Middle Earth, which Shaggy also does, so they must be <laughs> fans of the show. I didn't know it was pretty funny.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine Frank Welker listening to this podcast? <laughs> Yeah, that guy's pretty just,
0: old. I can't imagine he knows just, what a podcast is. We just
2: get we just get a like a deep throat style phone call. You guys are right about Fred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the
0: as the evil spaceship appears over the Parthenon in Greece, we see all these people freaking out.
1: Wait, actually I see... hold on, let me find the clip. I'm gonna play it on repeat for guys. Okay. Keep talking talk talk amongst yourselves. Just keep going.
0: I'll read uh, Tony Danza's IMDB as we go. (laughs) (laughs) The three skulls connect with a giant laser and open the gates to the underworld. The mystery machine appears in the sky with its new jet powers. Dastardly orders for it to be shot down, but suck up the vacuum head misfires to save his new bay, Daphne. The mystery machine still plummets to the ground because its wing was shot off dastardly forces scooby's paw upon the lock of the gates opening them cerberus appears at the gates and cerberus is a giant like three-story ghost dog in this world uh Cer- but dastardly was not expecting that cerberus runs out creating enough commotion for scooby to run off to the mystery machine the gang is finally re- reunited exclamation point the wiki Oof. says that
1: perfect because i'm right about to find my thing keep going Dastardly
0: goes into the underworld where he finds Muttley dead lying on the ground, but actually (laughs) Muttley's alive. They rejoice at seeing each other and grab as much treasure as they can, and he stops being (laughs) a villain.
1: I'm so excited. Alright, let me know if you guys can hear this in a second. I'm waiting for it to buffer. Uh, Alright, Scooby runs to the mystery machine. Fred's about to make a noise I've never heard before. Hold on. So Scooby's going in. He's like, oh shit, here's the group. Ready? Wait for Fred. There it is. Did you hear that? No. What?
4: You don't hear. So I'll d- Don't worry, I'll do
1: it again. <laughs> Even closer to the mic this time. Ready? Ready? Oh that? god, there! Great! <laughs> Great! Hard. It was worth all the build-up! I could've put that in post! Can we just... Can you put that on, like, repeat for, like, 50 times, maybe? Right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo! It's like a Mario clip.
3: Yeah, play it again for me. That you.
0: was not worth it! Keep we go. should've just filled it with more
3: Tony Danza
0: trivia. Keep going.
3: <laughs> Could you imagine Zach Efron in the sound booth recording <laughs> that?
2: Woohoo! Okay, so g- Zach, give us your best Mario impression.
3: Keep going. Like, I could just see him, like, getting his little fists and going, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo.
0: Guys, we're so close to the finish line. The gang and the Falcon Fury crew begin attacking Cerberus. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to figure out how to close the gate, but they—well, the rest of them distract Cerberus. <laughs> uh, Dynamite finally. <laughs> Falcon, telling him he doesn't need to be the same as his dad to be a good superhero. Finally, Blue Falcon starts trying. He starts flying around. Blue Falcon lures Cerberus to the gates and the robots having transformed into bowling balls trip him. Oh, the robots befriend Mystery Guy wasn't really paying attention at this point. Uh, they close <laughs> the gate locking Cerberus inside, but it's unlocked. Oh, Fred I never meant to Fred, Velma, and Daphne reveal that to lock the gate, Scooby and Shaggy, because they they are... Uh, uh, they represent Alex the Great and Alexander the Great's dog. Also, by the way, Great Danes are German, so fuck all of this. Uh, <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy will both need to activate the lock, oh, but one of them will be stuck inside the underworld forever, somehow. Shaggy volunteers and locks himself inside... Inside hell, Scooby activates the lock, locking his best friend in hell. Grease returns to normal and end to credit. Fade to credits.
1: Yeah, they were pretty okay with that, you know? They were really okay with getting murdered. Like, Scooby's like, yeah, it's fine. You can get murdered. And Velma Velma's going want to suggest that a lot.
0: Oh, this is awesome. So the wiki is so dense and stupid, and they even gloss over how Shaggy <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Stop it!
2: We need to end! We've gone as long
0: as the movie now. So even the wiki doesn't explain how the fuck he comes back. It, it literally says, they all begin to mourn over Shaggy when suddenly a portal appears. Shaggy is returned back to the normal world. Okay, it's something like a ghost statue of Alexander shows up and and says like their friendship can pull him through. I who knows? Who knows? <coughs> yeah. Scooby uses the power of love to bring Shaggy back. Yep. Um, and then the end credits. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last one. The
2: end credits are a uh, cavalcade of. Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters joining Blue Falcon's fight for justice.
0: Oh, you forgot one more cameo. Simon Cowell... Simon Cowell... It's uh, Dick Dastardly's captured by the robots. He gets his mask ripped off. It's actually Simon Cowell. Oh my god, he's relevant. No, they pull off the mask again. You're a terrible
1: kisser, Fred Jones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They the mystery machine is destroyed and it gets replaced with a smart car and looks fucking terrible. They get a new a new mystery incorporated building, and then they start solving mysteries, as Clark said.
2: Yeah, so they Blue Falcon calls a bunch of irrelevant Hanna-Barbera cartoons to come work with him and they show up during the end credits. You guys remember Grey Paper, now there do I.
0: Well, they did use a, a Johnny Quest laptop, and then they talked to Dr. Quest. And that's the only Hanna-Barbera property I want to see. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want a more modern moves. version, Rex Radley Boy Adventure, available at rexradley.bigcartel.com.
2: Do it. Read that comic. It's good.
0: It's fun. It's a fun adventure for all ages. It's it's like Johnny Quest, if uh, Hanna-Barbera gave a fuck
2: it's really more fun than if you had turned Rex Radley into a movie, that it would be at least 50% better than what we ended up watching.
0: Well, rude. At least at least, kidding, 50. Yeah. at least I'll, Okay, here's something I love. Do you guys know Great Gazoo? Shut up! Great Gazoo! <laughs> the Great Gazoo... So, in, as Flintstones went on, they started running out of ideas... Uh, They introduced an alien character that only Fred and maybe Barney could see, and I don't really know what he was doing, but it's like a classic jump-the-shark moment. Apparently, original concept art depicted the Great Gazoo as the main villain, and I want
1: that.
2: Holy shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! I hope that Zac Efron had to voice that. (laughs) Yo. And somewhere when somewhere he's drunk as fuck at a Hollywood sure party, he's... someone's got that on their phone on repeat for six hours. And they're just sitting there playing <laughs> for him. Like, so he goes insane.
4: <laughs> LBS. <laughs> <That'd be so laughs> Tweet <weird>. it, him. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, Zach. Hey, Zach. Remember this? <laughs> what that director have to do to make you <laughs> say this?
0: Uh... He gave me more money than you will ever I earn know. in your entire so life.
3: Bye, Chris. Woo-hoo! What were you going to say, Tony? I, I was just going to make the point that if you want like Scooby-Doo goodness, you're going to get the same amount of Scooby-Doo goodness that this film provides if you <laughs> go to Six Flags Amusement Park and happen across a, a Scooby-Doo section of the park. The characters <laughs> are there. You see them. You see the characters. There's lots of characters all around mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Exciting things are going on, but there's no storyline that's worth a damn anything. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd say that's, that's a very good analogy. Does anyone have a point on the fucking statue that brings back Shaggy from Hell? Yeah, like, do we know how that happened? What did the fucking statue say?
2: So, the, so like, um, the, uh, the door to the Underworld was apparently just, like, a door to the Underworld. And the Scooby gang found out that it wouldn't make sense for Alexander the Great to make this door while simultaneously trapping him away from his best friend. So there was a way that he could return, and that was through that statue. you meet? That was the back door to
1: the other So Shaggy found the door and... right away, but that dog that was trapped there for, like, millennia could yep. not find it. <laughs>
2: Well, let well, Chris, me. Chris, he's a
0: dog. He all he can do is laugh.
2: Yeah, Mutley <laughs> obviously has some issues, and really, would you want to return to Dick Dastardly?
1: Mm, hell does seem like it's just a room with gold in it.
2: Yeah, he seemed to live forever, surrounded by treasure. He Muttley was actually yeah, in heaven, though. I'm
1: thing. starting to think that uh, that is, yeah. I mean, he's probably fine. I think Dick Dastardly came back for nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so Velma chat or Velmadinkley.com com, our number one sponsor of the show under their movie reviews tab they stopped reviewing movies in 2005 so <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a little bit catching up
1: to yeah, Well, Why don't you t- tweet at them <laughs> just to try doing the you thing. Well
0: <laughs> oh, I don't think they use Twitter. <laughs> Scooby-Doo in Where's My Mummy released in the fall of 2005. Um, They seem to enjoy it. I gave it four Scooby Snack.
1: Rock, if you could rate this Velma in regards to other Velmas, where would you put her? Between what and what? Um, In sexiness.
2: That's a tough choice. Uh Well, she doesn't have the brawn, right? She's not the brawny Velma, but she is is a very Spanish Velma, which is an interesting flavor. Um, (laughs) uh, I will rate her a solid uh, 3.5 out of 5 on the Picante scale.
1: (laughs) So, I guess we can put that between... (laughs) <laughs> Mystery Ink Velma and. Mystery
2: Ink's Velma is like a two for me. Like,. But she you has know, a bow in
1: her hair. Do. That's like your thing, isn't it?
2: No, not at all. That's your thing.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah don't mistake my things for I'm your the things. one who likes the girls. Clock likes the the mecha people that can crush balls.
2: Yeah, yeah. My waifu is Mecha Godzilla. What do you mean, you fuck? Does she a bow? <laughs> <laughs> no! Mecha what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's getting late. Yeah. Mecca takes off his mask and well, but it says clutch <laughs> a terrible kisser.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I did, Stop it!
1: I did it again, I forgot. Sorry.
3: <laughs> Oops all berries. Uh, yeah. So in conclusion Don't watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's all I got. It's like this is like a film that exists purely like it's not entertaining.
1: That's not true. Tracy Morgan was on so much cocaine. <laughs> He's having <laughs> that, a great that, time.
2: That's a solid <laughs> don't watch out of watch for Tony. <laughs> Thanks, Tony.
3: Yeah, it's a binary scale, really. <laughs> this one's a thumbs down.
0: So, in conclusion, the only people that would remember these characters fondly are either dead or me, and I still didn't <laughs> like the movie. I finished Last of Us 2 during the lunch of the day I watched this movie and it's so emotionally tolling. I felt like death. Then I watched Scoob and I climbed into the grave. <laughs> That's my review. <laughs> right into the underworld. Uh. <laughs> and I don't have a dog to let me out.
1: Clark, what's your thoughts? Uh, oh, oh, my final thoughts. Final
2: Ooh, thoughts um buddy. final thoughts. Okay. Um there were but there were some good parts of this film, and I don't think that I don't I don't blame any one factor on this. I, if I had anyone to blame, it'd probably be the executives who made the decision to put this together. the The premise of having a Scooby do crossover with another Hanna Barbera property, The Blue Falcon, that's not a terrible idea because it's been done before and it's been done well. But you need to do the Scooby-Doo thing, or you need to do the Blue Falcon thing. You can't just ride the line. And if you are going to have these characters, uh, they need to be themselves. Um, and also, why Simon Cowell?
0: <laughs> yes, that is a great question.
2: Simon Cowell is is just is the is the pinnacle of who is this made for?
3: <laughs> be- it's just like the most generic film you could think of like it's almost like they just
0: where's
2: the,
3: took the characters and just wrote a generic film like not even caring about their like actual character just like they're like hey that's a people recognize what this looks like right
2: yeah so I, I'm not gonna say that the writers are the hacks on this because I feel like the writers had to I kowtow will. to a lot of executive decisions which probably watered down what they want. all the
1: Simon was. Cow
2: yeah uh, so I'm going to say probably the executives are to blame for this bullshit. Um, uh, it is not a bad movie to watch with your kids, but you'll be tired after watching it once. I never want to see this film again.
0: Um, I believe Atomic Light added all of the quotes, but did not add the synopsis. You're fucking slacking Atomic Light. <laughs> <laughs> also, on the Scooby Wiki the main image they use is the one where Scoopy's crying because he thinks Shaggy's dead. <laughs>
2: what the fuck?
0: Of all the images to use. Uh,
2: my butt hurts. I'm good. You guys good? Oh, wait, I believe yeah, I, uh, I
1: believe you're supposed to ask me my favorite part of the movie. Or my favorite part of the movie. Okay, Chris, well, Chris.
0: Well, you have any thoughts? Is Chris. it Yahoo?
1: <laughs> well, for one thing, I it's worth mentioning that Fred went
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You knew
1: it! laughs>
3: Does this mean that Godzuki is in the same yes. universe? Oh yes is <laughs> a, a sequel. A- <laughs> and by hole. extension Godzilla.
2: I can't wait for Scooby to fight the bio lizard.
1: Can I have a Fred? <laughs> Give me Fred that moves. And by
3: extension Mecha Godzilla?
0: Well, thank you for listening to this terrible podcast. Uh, we will serenade you with the theme song from Who's the Boss featuring one Tony Danza. Join us next week when we cover Scoob 2 Scrappy's Revenge. You're a
1: terrible, you're a terrible kisser, Clock Bobby. It's me,
3: Scrappy.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: You guys have a good night. Yahoo!
3: Dick.
1: Actually, I say, hold on, let me find the clip. I'm gonna play it and repeat for you guys. Okay. Keep talking, talk, talk amongst yourselves. Just keep going.
0: I'll read, uh, Tony Danza's IMDb as we go. <laughs> yeah.
1: During Who's the Boss, the wife rips off her helmet and it's Dick Dasso. saying, saying, ha, Tony Danza, you're a terrible kisser.
0: <laughs> so, Clark, as you know, as the biggest Tony Danza (laughs) fan in the world. (laughs) Of course. uh, Tony Danza got his start in what what six or five-season TV show that he got nominated for best supporting actor in the Golden Globes?
2: Uh, Was it Drive Angry?
0: It was Taxi. You stupid idiot. (laughs) No,
2: sorry. I was I was close. He does drive Angry in that.
0: In 1988, he hosted what award show?
2: Um, I believe the answer to this one is Wicker Man.
0: The Kids' Choice Awards. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what year? In 1988. Those were going on in 1988? Surprised me, too. Jesus Christ. And uh, in 1997 he, through 1998... He played who in the Tony Danza show? Yeah. Who did he play, Clark? Uh,
1: uh, he's, uh,
0: like season. what? His
2: his like, his like his character's name? Yes, yes. Uh, Tony DeMille.
0: Fuck! <laughs> You're looking at it too, you.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. I use, I'm the Tony Danza's biggest fan, you idiot. <laughs>
0: Chris just post whatever. I can't. No, keep I'm talking. moving Let's on.
1: Just keep moving on. I'll find it. It's so hard to find. Where's the so part, the part three... where they crash in the mystery machine? <laughs>